Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome back. It's the Living Box Free podcast. I'm Becky. And I'm Ashleen. Welcome. We are talking about something I think a lot of us probably, if if you don't experience it, you experience the pain of it. And that is what it feels like not to have boundaries. Uh, life, it moves so fast. Uh, we have lots of decisions to make every day. We have to make them quickly. And it's easy sometimes if we don't have boundaries, other people can make those decisions for us. It's true. Yes. Not, and not always the path we want to take. Yeah. We'll talk more about that as we jump into this podcast around boundaries. But first, what is on the rise for you this week, Ash? Chicken wings. Yeah. I'm going to go real basic. I don't want to be a chicken. I don't <laughs> want to be a duck. So I shake my butt. What? You don't know that song? I mean, I know the, the chicken dance. I didn't know it had words. You didn't? No. Oh, well, that's what we sang in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It goes, I don't want to be a chicken. I don't want to be a duck. So I shake my butt. <laughs> yeah. Do other states not sing I, words to I, it? I didn't know it. I didn't oh. know it had words. That doesn't mean anything. You know, maybe my 4-H club just made that up, but that is how I have always done the chicken dance. (laughs) This is a great start. Chicken wings. We're off to a good start. I went to a restaurant around here, Ale Emporium, last night and got so many chicken wings. They were delicious. Mm. And I just, I woke up thinking about it. You probably are like more buff now. Yes. All that protein. All the protein. (laughs) Yeah. If I don't turn into a chicken. Promo for Ale Emporium. Yes, exactly. They are not a sponsor. but <laughs> Sponsor they... us later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's on the rise for me? This, this is a big deal. Tristan asked the question once. What is the one room? Or no, someone asked Tristan the question. Okay. What's the one room in your house you've never cleaned? And Tristan said the laundry room. And I'm the only one who's cleaned the laundry room. That's It's a, it's a room where we also have our dog crate. Ah, and our okay. dog can be messy. And we went on vacation and Tristan's parents came and stayed at our house and watched our baby. And I got back and Tristan's mom cleaned our laundry room. What? And it is spotless. <laughs> I clean it, but uh, it just it is so, it, because of the dog, Yeah, it gets messy very quickly. Yeah. And that's where our dog food is and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is like a palace now. <laughs> A laundry room palace. So I'm like, we are keeping this laundry room this clean forever. Thank you, mother-in-law, for cleaning this while we're gone. What a great gift. That's awesome. To come back to. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I'm just going to go sit in my laundry room later today. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Soak it up. You know, maybe you should make it a boundary that it has to stay clean. Yes. I'm going to talk to our dog about that. Yes. Yes, you should. (laughs) We're we're going to have some boundary settings. Sit him down. (laughs) Sit. Now listen. Yes. Yeah. Stop shedding. <laughs> That's the room that I said I had never seen, right? I think it's well, the room in your I will house gladly I've... take you to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> After this podcast, we're going to go to my palace of a laundry room. It's <laughs> the only time I get to we're see We're just going to sit in there and eat chicken wings. <laughs> okay, let's all talk right. about boundaries. <laughs> let's. So first of all, I want to say this is an introductory episode to boundaries because honestly, as I was putting things together and asking people questions and getting your thoughts on what boundaries were, mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, there is just so much to say. You could go so many different directions. So we're just going to start with basics and we'll come back to this later. So this is just a start here kind of episode. Great. So we're all on the same page. So 
I want to say what we're going to talk about. We're going to define boundaries for starters. We're going to talk about what boundaries are not, because I think that's helpful. Mm-hmm. And then how to know if you have good boundaries, Ooh-hoo. which as I was you know, writing it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have good boundaries now <laughs> by my own qualifications. <laughs> and then obviously a few steps to work on your boundaries just to get started. And I was thinking about there are so many different books and different movies about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to me because I feel like they all come from a different perspective. This is something we all deal with. It's just part of life, especially a fast paced life. Like we live with mm-hmm. all of our electronics and connections and especially with Zoom these days, boundaries are even harder because you're always available. And But there are so many different problems that people have with boundaries. It's not the same for anyone. So this is truly a living box free topic because there is a different path to health and to thriving for each person. I was thinking about um, the book The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes wrote uh, Grey's Anatomy as well as many other shows. And she is a hardcore introvert. And so she decided to take a year that she said yes to everything. Oh, boy. Yeah. And it, it's a really fun book, actually. I really enjoyed that book. So her issue was saying no to things, and she found that she was really just saying no, no to too much. And there's a movie with Jim Carrey that's called Yes Man. That's what I thought of. Yeah. yeah. It's a similar concept. Basically, he always says no to things, and so he, he takes this vow, makes this covenant that he will say yes to everything. And it gets hilarious and ridiculous because, you know, he ends up like skydiving and doing just ridiculous things. But then eventually he figures out, okay, I need to assess each situation, lean toward yes, but actually assess each situation and decide, do I want to do that? Does this fit within my values? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another book I read was Your Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. I remember this Mm -hmm. making a pretty big impact in my life a couple of years ago. She talks about specifically the... The idea that if you're saying no to something, you're saying you can say yes to something else. Mm. And so if you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else. And so deciding what your best yes is. I like that. Really enjoyed that. Um, Glennon Doyle recently did a podcast about boundaries that was fascinating. Would recommend that. Her her podcast is called uh, You Can Do Hard Things. We Can Do Hard Things. And then obviously anytime you talk about boundaries, there's the Cloud and Townsend book called boundaries, which I don't know if you've Just ever... call it what it is. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard them talk about this, but um, so when they started out together teaching, doing keynote speeches and stuff and workshops, they had all of this different leadership stuff and they had like a 10-minute section on boundaries. And mm-hmm. what they kept being called about and getting calls to come in and teach on was boundaries. Like they just kept being people, whole corporations were like, can you come in and just talk about boundaries? And they were like, I mean, we do so much more. Like we don't, that's, we don't really want to talk about boundaries. And it (laughs) it became like the biggest part of their Mm -hmm. work life. And that was not intentional. Like that was not the way that they set out. So I just, yeah, I've, John Townsend has, He's a funny guy. No better way to know your customer need than have them tell you. Exactly. <laughs> and you and I think that's that's huge. Like yeah. you might have no idea, but yes, obviously that was the the greatest need. Yeah. So I share those because I'm going to be pulling from some of those different things and talking about like the Yes Man movie as an example. So that's why I started off with those. Okay, define 
boundaries. So the dictionary definition of boundaries is something that indicates limits. Now, I pulled some of our listeners. <laughs> and what the common ones that came up were lines or rules or guidelines for what to say yes and when to, uh, when to say yes and when to say no. And then rules like driving the speed limit that keep you safe and on the road. I thought that was a suggestion. It's a rule. The speed limit. <laughs> the I'm speed just kidding. <laughs> In Indianapolis, it's, you it's know, a suggestion. It's fine. <laughs> so as we look at those definitions, I thought there were there are two key parts of both of those. The first one is that when we're talking about emotional and relational boundaries, having boundaries is a good thing. So having no boundaries or having poor boundaries is not helpful and it's not healthy. So if you think about it like a speed limit, which I loved that example, if you think about, okay, you have a speed limit, but it's 150 miles per hour in a school zone. That's the speed limit. It's not helpful because the boundary is so unrealistic or so unhealthy if you go 150 miles per hour it's yeah. Little it's, Johnny's not going to make it. <laughs> I was like trying to think of a better. Okay. Watch out. Yeah. A helpful way to say that. Thank you. <laughs> Little Johnny. So it's yeah. good to know the limits and, and to have thought about what is safe and what is best mm-hmm. beforehand. And then the other thing is that this is a, I think a key part of the boundaries conversation is it, they acknowledge that we have limits. So that dictionary definition was something that indicates limits And the idea of a boundary is to tell us the edge of something, how far we can go or should go. And everything in this world has limits. Our emotions, Mm -hmm. our relationships, our energy, our resources, our our money. We have limits. And it's really important to acknowledge those limits ahead of time because otherwise you hit up against them before you know it. And again, like that book, uh, Lisa Turker's book said, if you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else. And so it's really good to acknowledge that you have those limits as you're going into it so that you know what you can say yes and say no to. I'd, I I would be interested, Becky, to know. Yes. What do you think could happen if you lived like you didn't have limits? I would probably be in a hospital bed (laughs) with (laughs) multiple casts. I'm just thinking of yesterday. I tried to do a freestanding handstand. Ah, yes. And I had a buddy, a buddy, Uh hey, Stacy, spotting me. (laughs) When I say spotting, I mean missing me all completely and me back flopping. This is my boundary, gravity. And uh, so if I felt like I had no boundaries, I would probably try a lot of stupid stuff, just like I did yesterday, (laughs) even though I realize I have boundaries. And I would probably be in a hospital bed. Yeah. I would also, and I already have this issue, and it goes back to all this, the one word I hear you saying a lot is yes. Mm -hmm. Yes and no. Mm -hmm. If I said yes to everything, which I already have issues with, I would not sleep. Yeah. Because one of the boundaries we all have is our time. Mm -hmm. You cannot expand upon your time. And if I lived like I had no boundaries, I would just constantly be working. Yeah. From my hospital bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's my answer. I think I would just be exhausted all the time. Yes. All the time. And I'm already pretty tired. I think my most common answer to how are you is like, oh, I'm tired today. (laughs) (laughs) Probably should have put that in the complaints episode a couple of episodes back. But oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I would just be exhausted because I would I would say yes to all the conversations. Mm -hmm. And every time someone needed something and I would just yeah, constantly being say be saying yes. And so it's really important to recognize those limits and know them ahead of time. So that's what boundaries are. Let's talk about what boundaries are not. So good boundaries do not exist to make your life worse. They can feel limiting because they are. 
they acknowledge your limits. And so they exist to create health or a space within which you can live a healthy and thriving life. But if you feel like you're struggling against your boundaries and they're making your life worse, you it's helpful to consider, are you struggling because you're realizing you have limits or is it because your boundaries are not set up well? So that's, that's just an important thing I feel like to throw in there is if it's making your life worse, is it you and your perspective or is it your boundary? Yeah. <laughs> and do you need to reassess your boundaries? So yes. they don't exist to make your life worse. They can be difficult sometimes and difficult to enforce. But yeah. Yes. One thing that comes to my mind and I also think about need versus want. Mm-hmm. When we see, when we hear make your life worse, in I think it was 2017 was when I found out I had ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. And when you get ulcers in your intestines, that is not that's not a great way to live your life. <laughs> and so I have boundaries set for my health where I don't eat popcorn. I don't eat certain things that yeah. irritate my gut and give me ulcers. Now you could say my life is worse because I don't get to enjoy delicious movie theater popcorn. Right. However, that's what I would want, but what I need to feel good is to not eat certain things that do irritate my gut. So right there, I think of a boundary that it's not there to make my life worse. It's there to make my life better because I'm healthy. However, there are those moments where you're like, man, I want this. Yeah, I want this, but then you know that want would lead to a worse right. <laughs> situation. Yes. So that's, that's one thing I think of that could be, I, I really think about what I need versus what you want might not always be the healthy thing for you. Yeah. And that's an excellent segue into the other Mm. thing that boundaries are not. They're not just what we want to do. I'm so (sighs) glad. What a great segue. What a great segue. (laughs) Thanks for doing that for me. Just made my life so much easier. (laughs) So there are a lot of things that we want to do that aren't good for us, but there are good things for us that we don't want to do. Like I think of flossing. Mm, I don't really enjoy flossing. I don't really know anyone that does. But it's important if you want to keep your teeth. <laughs> and I like my teeth. And I, yes, I like having teeth that are my own and do not come <laughs> yeah. out on their own. <laughs> I have a boundary of money. I don't want to have to pay for exactly, all my teeth. Exactly. So it's important to remember that it's not just what we want to do and putting a limit on what we want to do. It's also putting limits on the amount of things that we have to do, mm-hmm. but also creating a space in which we have the energy to do things that we have to do or are good for us, or healthy for us. So it's good to assess what's healthy, not just by what we want, and what, but also by what we don't want to happen if we get what we want. Mm-hmm. And I also, to help me with my mindset, mm-hmm. I try to think, what do I want long-term? Mm, yep. Like right now, I don't want to floss, but long-term, I do want to keep my teeth. Right. Or right now, I really want this chocolate cake or whatever, yeah. which I definitely ate some on vacation. <laughs> but long-term... I want to feel good yeah. and healthy and fit. Yeah. So sometimes it's it that want, I think, sometimes thinking of the long term. It's not what you want now, but once you want long term, yes. you can use that to help drive you with yes. creating those boundaries. And I think I've said this on here before is um, a boundary for me is don't do something in the beginning of a relationship, any relationship that you're not willing to to continue to sustain throughout the rest of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the same concept. It's like, if I'm looking forward to a year of, you know, a year later in this friendship, do I want it to look like this? Is that mm-hmm. sustainable? Is that okay with me? No. Okay. Then why am I starting out like this? Yeah. So it's a really good point. It makes me think of Tristan. When we were dating, he'd give me back massages. 
Mm. Now I'm like, oh, my muscles hurt. Massage me. He's like, no, my muscles hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had a back massage in seven years. (laughs) (laughs) You fooled me in that dating stage. Yeah. See, dating is an interesting, it's an interesting. That's a whole nother podcast. We'll get to that someday. (laughs) Someday. Okay. How do you know if you have good boundaries? And because I am who I am, each one of these has a caveat, like a, yeah, but so... Here's four ways you can know you can have good boundaries, but also there are some, eh, think about it though. Okay, if you can say yes and no without guilt, you have good boundaries. Now, you, <laughs> you have to have, have empathy and care what other people think. <laughs> That's If you don't have mm-hmm. empathy, if you're a psychopath, you don't care what other people think, then it doesn't matter if you say yes or no, or yeah, you don't have guilt. You have no guilt. You score high. Yeah. <laughs> But good boundaries come without guilt or fear because you know the why behind them. You've thought about, okay, I'm going to say no to this thing because I'm saying yes to something else or I'm giving my energy to something else or I want to be the kind of person that you've talked about um, Sunday, like family time on Mm -hmm. Sundays. I want to be the kind of person that has time for my family on Sundays. And so that means I have to say no to something else. And you might experience a a twinge of guilt or kind of process through that, but you can look at it and say, I know why I'm doing this. And so I'm okay saying yes or no. And yeah, that is the caveat is, I I mean, sometimes you, we do experience those feelings, but if you can talk yourself through the why and be still be able to say yes or no without extreme feelings of guilt, then you probably have good boundaries. Mm -hmm. Number two, leave room for error or change. If your if your boundaries leave room for things changing, then you probably have good boundaries. Now, the reason I brought up the movie <laughs> Yes Man is because sometimes we do have to start out strict. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we're enforcing our boundaries at the beginning, we have to we have to start out like if you let yourself be in, ha, have exceptions right and left, then all of a sudden everything in life is an exception instead of a rule. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you start or if you are able to start out that way and then move toward where we can we can make mistakes, circumstances can change. So let's say you make a boundary that you're going to be in bed by 11 p.m. And then at 10:59, you suddenly realize you left your lights on in your on your car. And you're like, "Nope, I got to be in bed by 11 p.m. I'll have to deal with the dead battery in the morning." That's probably not a great boundary. Like you we need mm-hmm. to need to leave room for things changing and shifting and mistakes. So can you flex and reassess the situation? But yeah, like I said, make sure not everything is an exception. I feel like travel is a great way to learn that skill. Oh yeah. (laughs) I even just coming, coming back from vacation this last week, our flight got delayed three times and I had scheduled, I had a training, I had to start the next day at six 30 in the morning. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was going to come home and I was going to get ready and all that stuff for the next day. And then you're like, well, if I just make it home, I'm winning. (laughs) (laughs) And, and okay, I'll wake up even earlier and get ready tomorrow. Yeah. So that flexibility travels one thing. I'm like, oh, that's definitely equipped me to have that skill. Yeah. Because things just don't always go as planned. Definitely. So number three, you consistently have time for the things that are important to you. So that's how you know if you have good boundaries. If you consistently are able to say, yes, the thing that I'm doing right now is important. It might not be fun or it might not be, yeah, it might be a means to an end, but it's what you've decided is important to you. And again, always a caveat, 
you know, there are seasons in life when we just don't, we can't. Um, if you're taking care of a loved one or, you know, there's, we go through seasons of work life, I think, um, mm-hmm. where things just get crazy and you, you can't have time for the things that are valuable to you. But yep. making your way back toward that when you're able shows that you have good boundaries. Yes. I, I really like this point because it makes me, when I think of what I want my boundaries to be, you talked about the why behind it. And I think about my values mm-hmm. and whether that's family, faith, health, and, and I want to set boundaries that help me live up to those values. But at the same time, you just said it. Yeah. There are certain times your health, you can't, you can't train or do things as much as you once did because now you're taking care of whether it's an elderly parent or it's a baby. Right. And, and so it does, it changes. However, I think for me, I, it helps me not feel guilty taking that one hour or however long to go work out because I know health is a value of mine that enables me to be happy yeah. and be a better spouse and a better mother and a better friend. Yeah, absolutely. So that's number three, consistently have time for things that are important to you. Number four is people don't tell you you need better boundaries. <laughs> have you been told that? I I have been told I need better boundaries. Yeah. At different points in my life. And sometimes they were right and sometimes they were not right. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, yeah, with work. So I have kind of a complicated work situation right now because I work at church and I also volunteer at church. And lately I've been volunteering on weekends. So I don't work weekends, but I've been volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of people have told me, you need better badges. You need to learn how to say no. And what bothers me is that the assumption there is that I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. that that is not what's important to me, that I haven't assessed and decided, yes, this is important to me. I'm going to be here. And now there are times when I'm like, okay, why did I make this decision? But for the most part, I am choosing what's important to me yep. and I've chosen to be there. And so there can be times when people remark upon your boundaries and they are incorrect. However, generally speaking, if a lot of people t- tell you, you need to learn how to say no, then you probably need to learn how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just as a general rule. Yeah. So throw that in there. All right. Four tips for starting or working on your boundaries. And the first one is exactly what you talked about, which is decide what's important to you. So, yeah, if you're constantly tired, maybe you're doing too much. But is that something that's valuable to you? Are you valuing what's what are you valuing in that moment? Are you valuing mm-hmm. getting things done or do you want to value being healthy or yeah, like you said, Going to the gym helps you be better in other areas of life. What's important to you? Mm-hmm. So deciding based your boundaries based on what's important to you. And yeah, I, I think this can get really complicated with relationships because people, a person can be important to you, but sometimes we have to assess based on the effect or the impact that they have on our lives. Mm-hmm. So a, a friend can be important to me, but if I'm constantly exhausted when I'm around them or I feel worse, is it more important to me to have that person in my life or is it more important to me to be able to function well and be healthy in other areas of my life? And making those decisions is really hard. It's that really is hard. really hard. That's why boundaries are so complicated. And there are so many different books and different movies from all these different approaches of some people that have trouble saying yes, some people that have trouble saying no. Like, it's hard. Yeah. This is not an easy topic. And that's why I'm like, this is an introduction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Relationship boundaries is like a whole nother 
podcast, yes, I feel like. it is. <laughs> it is. So we won't dive too far into it. Dip our toe. Yeah, just dip our toe <laughs> into it. But yeah, it, are there things that you can ask people to change? Are there things that you can ask for help on? Think about what's important to you and then decide what you need to be able to value those things. So that's one. Two, get practical. You can start pretty basic. You know, you really can. You can work your way up toward conceptual boundaries as you learn how to understand your values and the why behind it better. Um, I think like texting is a really good one. Like I will, I will wait 10 minutes before I text this person back or I will not feel like I immediately have to respond to text messages mm-hmm. or I will um, turn off my notifications after a certain time. Like those are very practical, tangible things you can do to set boundaries And then you can work, as you use those, you can work toward more conceptual, like I will not work during the evening. Mm -hmm. And then you can assess in that moment, is this text a work text? Is this, you know, Mm -hmm. you can learn to assess as you go. I'm actually shocked. This is the first time we've brought up technology with boundaries. I know, right? I think that's probably the number one area I've worked personally in the last year and a half Mm -hmm. with setting boundaries. So really good example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> so number three, talk to others about what they do. People tend to have great ideas about boundaries. People that have thought through it, who have decided, you know what, I need to work on my boundaries. Um, and if you find yourself not sure what your limits are, you can ask your friends and your family. You can really say, hey, where do you see me saying yes to things that I shouldn't be saying yes to or saying no to things I shouldn't be saying no to? And, you know, tell them, Basically, that you're wondering how you can be healthier and that you want to work on both your emotional and your relational boundaries. This might be a weird conversation to have with people, but I find that it's really helpful if I say, what do you what do you think I need to change? Mm-hmm. Or what do you think I need to think about or focus on? Um, what am I spending too much time or money on? And then, then just keep in mind, it's their perspective and you decide what's important to you. So take what they say, sift through it, decide what's valuable and then make your boundaries based on that. Yes. One thing I feel like is a huge tip here too, don't be defensive. Mm. And I I think, Ash, you do this very well. You ask for feedback and you listen, and then you personally know how to filter that. I've, I've observed some people who ask for feedback, and as they get it, they interrupt and they, they give that rebuttal. Yeah. Or this is why, or they get on the defense. And it's like, nope. You don't have to, like you said, it's their perspective. That's how they view it. You can just listen and then reflect and filter on your own. Um, So I would just, feedback is a gift. It's how we get better. We talked about feedback in a different uh, podcast. Uh, And and oftentimes some people, you might think you want it and then you get on the defense. So just try to just just listen. It doesn't mean they're 100% right, but that is how they have they view it process it and take what you want it's like a buffet it is take what you want from it yeah and move on thinking of the ice cream machine oh the ice cream machine um like golden corral got like oh. the ice cream <laughs> oh, machine yeah, yeah, buffet yeah, okay. right right yes <laughs> okay clearly we know where i spend my time when i go to a buffet <laughs> <laughs> ash is getting chicken wings yeah. i'm at the ice cream machine <laughs> exactly <laughs> we're a little bit different you know <laughs> So yeah, that's talk talk to others about what they do or what they see in you and then assess from there. And then the last tip I have is don't forget it's a process. Man, boundaries change. Life changes. I mean, yeah, moms of little kids, you have less time. You have less that you can say yes to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
empty nesters are going to have more time and retirees going to be able to think about what they, you know, what they want to focus on, what's important to them. And so our, our lives change, our circumstances change sometimes daily, and we just need to be able to flex with that and understand that it's a process. So don't feel bad. If you need to reassess your boundaries, everybody does. Just, it's just reality. Yep. Well, that's boundaries. Or that's an introduction <laughs> to boundaries. Man, I feel like I could have talked for another hour. Yeah. We could double click on a lot of those. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking my experience with technology and setting boundaries. You've got that. You have relationship boundaries. You have boundaries for your family, yep. for your friends. So yep. a lot. But a great foundation Yeah. as you talk through what they are, what they aren't, how do we assess how we're doing right now. And if you're like me, you're over here in your head taking notes of, okay, I give myself a six out of 10 or whatever. <laughs> six out of 10. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and then tips for improving. <laughs> and it's just like habits. I feel like anytime someone tries to create a new habit, yeah, you're not going to be 100%. There's going to be some point that it doesn't go well, yeah. right? You don't do Absolutely. it. And you just learn from that and ask yourself, okay, how did I feel when I did say yes or I didn't say no? in that situation treat yourself like a science experiment yes that's gonna be our tagline it is yeah our fourth (laughs) tagline our fourth (laughs) we love (laughs) taglines all right well thanks for joining us and we will talk to you next time bye